Welcome in, War Chant TV. We appreciate you watching. We're going to welcome in our friend, CEO of the Battles in Ingram Smith. We've talked with Ingram before. I thought it'd be a good idea to kind of look back now that uh, the period to declare uh, April 15th through the 30th, uh, your name into the portal for players is over. And maybe our guy here would have a chance to exhale and answer some questions. We can learn some things. How are you, Ingram? Is it over? Are, are, we, are we sure of that? <laughs> oh, Jeffrey, I was waiting for uh, the end of April 30th. I can promise you that, man. Yeah, no, it's great to uh, great to get through that window. Knew it was going to be crazy. I think I used the term bonkers with you about two weeks ago when we were mm -hmm. maybe three weeks ago and we were talking about what it might be. And it proved to be bonkers. But, uh, you know, that's just part of the I guess that's just kind of baked into the equation uh, when it comes to having two transfer portal windows relatively as, as close to each other as they are. Do you like that or dislike that? Do you think it's set up right or should be adjusted? Um, like is not the right word. I shouldn't have used that. Okay. What, do you think the system in place currently where you have December, which seemed to be used to restock position rooms in most cases, and April, which seems to be a time where you would maybe grab a guy that is impactful, but not as many, you know, it's roster retention. I, I don't know. What? Give me your thoughts on this. I guess from a calendar standpoint, it makes sense in the fact that you can, you know, leave at the end of the year and then you can go through spring and try to get a better feel for where you are on a, you know, particular pecking order or what your future looks like with a program. Uh, it does, you know, caught up in the, in the moment, it does feel condensed to have two relatively as close together as they are. But, um, you know, anytime the portal windows open, we're probably going to bemoan it from, from my perspective, as far as uh, trying to play defense and love it when we're, you know, in theory, trying to play offense. So um, I think it's just the reality of the situation. You're probably always going to have to need, two windows in my theory, you know, maybe it's just, maybe it's just the month of January, you know, you've got a full four week run there, four and a half week run. You can figure out whether or not that's uh, the place for you. But for now we're doing two a year. And the second one is both made uh, all the more wild. And the fact that the selection is much more limited um, that you're going through the process again, relatively as, as close to each other as you are. And then uh, in this particular window for the schools that aren't in the SEC, uh, they're all the more aware that the SEC uh, cannot kind of fish each other's waters, so to say, and that uh, if there's an SEC team that wants to be aggressive uh, out there, and there are always a couple, um, you know, they know where they're going to have to go to, to try to find talent. So, and it's, it's a compliment to the coaching staff, uh, the roster that they've built and, when SEC schools and, and you know, high-level Big Ten schools and other conferences need to go find uh, talent, then I can assure you this roster climbs to the top of that list pretty quickly. So I'm kind of curious, Ingram, are you seeing a trend? It seems to me, just from what I've read and certainly just through observation, basically offensive and defensive linemen are the uh, guys that are the hardest to find and would thus cost the most to either retain and or pursue is that accurate yeah uh, i mean quarterback's always going to be the outlier uh but for the other positions that you kind of have to find marketing opportunities in line with that if what other schools can potentially uh produce then you know closer to the football you get uh in general is going to be very valuable now there are some positions uh you know if you've got a really transformational defensive back uh he will certainly be in demand but 
along the line of scrimmage is critical and you just don't see that many super elite talent uh you know reappear in the portal whether it be a defensive tackle offensive tackle um defensive end i mean i know florida state fans have gotten a little spoiled on what they've done in the end uh world when it comes to portal activity but I would say that I would not set your expectations that you're just going to go out and find a Jared Verse or a Jermaine Johnson um, every year. And, and uh, you know, we'll see how that plays out. In in theory, you would think that you'd be able to find safeties. You'd think that you'd be able to find linebackers um, and that you would really have a premium price premium put on the line of scrimmage positions. And I think, you know, in five, 10, 15 years, the larger the sample size that ultimately that will play out. But some of those, I mean, there's not, I'm not speaking out of school here. There's not a great, not a ton of great safeties out there. Uh, linebacker is a position that I would think you'd be able to find pretty much as needed uh, in the era of the portal. And, and that hasn't necessarily proven to be correct either. So, you know, we've got a bunch of, we've got a bunch of theories and we'll see how, how proven, uh, you know, accurate or inaccurate they are over, over a broader sample size. Do you find now I'm asking you directly uh, as CEO of the Battles End, and and you know it's interesting. I, different collectives may want to do different things, so I'm, I guess I'm asking you about your philosophy. Do you guys find that it's a best practice to not wait, uh, rather get out in front of a situation for existing players on a roster? And I'm not talking about anyone in particular, but uh, we saw where Brock signed something with you guys, and so I'm kind of I'm obviously he's very young. If, if you guys identify a player of promise, do you believe that's the prudent philosophy is to get out in front? Or how do you see this as player by player? What, what are you looking at? It's a great question. I don't know that I have a purely across the board answer for that. I do think it it is more dictated by the position than anything else. Okay. Uh, you know, if you have, and you've got to decide that on your roster. So like, you know, Florida State has a clear starter, one of the better quarterbacks in the country. Then they've got two guys that, in my theory, you know, my opinion on where these guys fall on the depth chart doesn't particularly matter. But they have two guys that are fairly close, closely grouped in the second and third position. Um, so you've got to, one, acknowledge the really impressive work that Brock Glenn as a as a student athlete did to, you know, get on campus and, and perform really well uh, in the spring. You have had a response from the fan base that makes Brock a much more marketable entity than he was even 40 days ago or so. Um, and you realize that that quarterback position is something that you want to, um, you know, have as a good of a hold on as possible, just because it's the most important position in sports. And, and we've all seen and are very familiar with what it looks like when, you know, you all of a sudden find yourself rolling a quarterback out there that just isn't quite ready to do that. So, um, I think at the quarterback position in particular, you've got to operate with a little bit of a longer kind of mental periphery open, if that makes sense. You got to think of that position more in 18 to 36 month type of increments where some other positions you're more just like, hey, will we be ready for next year? Good. OK, uh, from there we can you know, we can find the pieces necessary to make sure that we're ready for 24, 25, et cetera. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply speaking of being proactive how do you guys as a collective uh deal with Rumors and whispers about a player already on the roster and slash, if I could ask another question along those lines, how do you deal with what we know is commonplace? And that is the practice of kids embellishing their NIL deals within the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that is, that is commonplace uh, to an extent. And I, I also think, uh, you know, uniquely speaking here from a Florida state perspective, you had a, a guy leave the locker room in a fairly public uh, situation as spring began in, in McClendon um, and a guy who had um, ideas and, and figures in his head that he was going to go out there and get, and he had no problem being very public about that. And so I think a lot of these kids um, or a lot of these individuals in the locker room kind of had a, you know, maybe a, a little bit of a, a different idea as to what reality was out there just because of a guy that had been around so for as long as he had. And, and McClendon, strong personality, um, was going out there and, and saying, you know, figures that uh, if you're not getting this, you know, then then that's the expectation or whatever. Well, I'm not sure that the market necessarily held and uh, that that was was out there from a marketing perspective uh, from other institutions. So I do think that that was a a little bit of a unique situation here in this particular transfer window. And I'm probably being you know, too open and frank in my answer, but that was, that was the case. And that's what happened. Um, I will say that there's, there's a lot of talk about tampering and you didn't ask me this, but I'll answer it. Um, I think tampering is assumed that it happens more than it does to be perfectly honest with you. And I, and I'm not saying that there aren't back channels and there aren't conversations uh, that some people choose to enter into, but, I mean, for the most part, if these kids, I guess it depends the motivation of the kid. If, if it's a guy who, you know, wants to go back and make sure his grandmother can play and he's from Atlanta, well, then, you know, Georgia Tech or Georgia State make a lot of sense for him. But if it's a guy who's from Atlanta but went through the recruiting process when NIL didn't exist and he wants to make sure that, you know, he has two years to go out there and, and really – make the most of his NIL opportunities, well, then Jeff, Georgia Tech and Georgia State don't make a whole lot of sense to him. So my point here is, is if that guy from Atlanta is a, is a you know, two-year starter in the ACC or the SEC or whatever, most time, you know, these kids and, and the people around them really do kind of want to go to market uh, to see what's there and to not just maybe, you know, take an offer that uh an uncle or a handler or an agent or whatever might've secured from one school. So I, I, I think there's an, there's a conversation around tampering that while it, it probably takes place to an extent, I think there's an assumption that like, Hey, inner portal Tuesday declared a school on Thursday that maybe doesn't happen as much as, as much as people think. 
Yeah, because when people described what we thought we'd see and to some degree what we have and um, to, you know, again, it's varying degrees, as you're describing, about NIL and about the transfer portal. It was described, tampering was used a lot, but lies, um, chaos, um, misrepresentation. Um, are, are you having to battle those kinds of most unfortunate situations in which there are bad actors uh, and kids are getting misinformation uh, that is wildly uh, offset from, from what their valuation is? Yeah, and that's that's tricky because there is a market out there, uh, Jeff, that is you know somewhat maturing and has gotten to a place to where you know there's kind of an idea as to what a two-year starter defensive end uh, might be able to look for as far as marketing opportunities from a school or something like that. So you've kind of this this market is starting to mature a little bit enough, and um, you know we're not. I don't think we're like the greatest uh, NIL entity in the world, but we we try real hard and we've got a, ideas to what we're doing and we certainly strive to be, you know, the best in the country. And my point here is, is that we've got a decent figure on what we're paying kids um, and what opportunities we've found for them uh, that, you know, are reflective of a broader market for, you know, big time D1 programs, right? So my point in saying this, and I'm being kind of long-winded is like, hey, if a kid comes to me and says, hey, I'm a backup, but um, SEC school is wanting to pay me like 1.5 times to be a starter, well, then that makes sense to me. And honestly, that may be a that may make sense to you as if Jeff, as Jeff Cameron, the, you know, the safety. Uh, right. Yeah. go. You know, if Auburn wants to uh, pay you more, a school that wants you to be a starter is all you're always going to be a more valuable entity than you are to us as a backup. And that doesn't mean that that uh, you know, people don't like you, or the program doesn't love you. You know, from a from a macro perspective, but you know, there is a, a different value. Uh, now, what I what I do kind of have a hard time with Jeff is when I'll sit and talk to a kid and like this, the Jeff Cameron of the world, the safety that just walked into my office, is going to tell me that like, hey, SEC West School is going to pay me eight and a half times what you're paying me right now. Okay, I I hate to break it to you, Jeff, but they're not. You know, like you're getting bad information from somewhere. OK, yeah. uh, like that's great. That's great that you're telling me that you're going to get an eight multiple. Yeah. But I hate to tell you that you're probably not. You know, we, we don't have the market that wrong. Um, so you do, you know, you do have kids who sometimes have figures out there, who, whether that came from an agent, whether that came from a an uncle or a high school position, it doesn't really matter, you know, um, that are just not. Hey, look, if, if they're going to do that, then that's great. And I congratulate you and, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll watch you on TV and I'll know that, damn, that Jeff Cameron got away, but he's making nine times what he was with us and he's going to be all right. All right. So, uh, there are sometimes figures like that, that you just have to respectfully say, like, I know that that is now like what you think the market is, or that's what you think you're worth. And, um, I'll be surprised if, if that actually is out there for you. So. Ingram, do you feel like do you feel like the more this plays out and the more evidence we have and the more data points and the more time goes by, the more kids are going to be apt to listen to the the viable proven collectives and hopefully we're certainly talking about the battle's end in that situation to where if you said that to a kid, hey, pie in the sky offer sounds great. I understand why you're interested in that school. Trust me on this. 
I don't think that's a real offer. Take your time on this. Do you find that that's something that is, is more likely to happen moving forward? Because I think initially we are all, you, you see kids in a rush to get paid and understandably so they're going to believe almost anything that somebody tells them at another school. But the more instances in which we have examples where that simply wasn't true and a kid put themselves in a bad position because of it, that now maybe they'll be more apt no matter where they are, not just in Tallahassee, no matter where they are, to listen to um, a few more voices uh, in the room. I think to an extent that happens. Uh, there was a player uh, on Florida State's roster. Uh, he didn't enter the transfer portal, but I'll tell you that I sat down with his parents uh, a couple of weeks ago. They were contemplating leaving, and they told me two different places that had approached them. And I said, look, I don't want your son going anywhere. You know, we would love for it to find a way to, you know, make it work here and find a way to make it work. Doesn't always mean, you know, more NIL money. Trust me, uh, find a way to make it work may mean that, Hey, we can find a particular advertising campaign that he can be a part of, or uh, now there's all sorts of different things. So I won't bore your listening audience by, you know, offering up example A through E, but um, I, I did say, Hey, look, you know, of the two other schools that you've talked about, I would send your son to school B 10 times before I would send him to school A. School A right now is known for offering kids deals that aren't there once they actually enroll are known for offering deals that are, you know, only made good for six weeks or so. And then all of a sudden stop uh, being made good. There are, you know, there are times out there when you can speak to people very clearly and bluntly about, like, hey, this, you know, these people may not be the best actors. I know that, you know, big figures sound great, uh, but that's may not be the the place that you kind of want to, it may not be the alley that you want to walk your son down. So lastly, Ingram, um, and I've appreciated this. I think everybody loves learning as we go along. I know it has to be infinitely frustrating for you to some degree to also be learning as we go along, but, but what is it specifically since you guys started this and you've been in the position that you're in that you have learned the most about? Where is it that we've seen this grow and what are you looking forward to? Man, every day is different. I mean, again, and I, I, you know, walked into this with somewhat of an idea as to what to expect and, but uh, dog, I didn't expect to spend 90, 90 minutes under an oak tree and do run Georgia a couple of days ago <laughs> while I was driving back to Atlanta and, and realized I was going to spend another an extra night in Tallahassee or something like that. So um, there are, you know, there are times that are different and there's times where you just have to have to chuckle about it in the moment and say, man, I thought this was crazy, but nothing that prepared me for today or whatever, you know, I mean, there, there are some, some wild things. What I do think is there'll be a little bit more uniformity, a little bit more of a maturation of market as we continue to do this. And that, you know, there will, there'll be less and less of, you know, the Jeff Camerons of the world who say like, Hey, um, you know, school ABC offered me 12 times what I'm making right now. I think I'm going to go do that. Um, yeah. It's just more times than not that, that seven X multiple or that nine X multiple or whatever isn't, isn't really there for whatever reason. So tired of being painted as a over the top greedy bastard. Yes, in this Jeff Cameron. He is everything that's wrong with college football in <laughs> 2023. He keeps coming back in here asking for more damn money. 
<laughs> I'm playing you for a sucker, Ingram. Uh, <laughs> we're negotiating, sir. Uh, <laughs> he's the CEO of the Battle's End. By the way, thebattlesend.com is where you're going to go to find out how it is you can contribute to any number of things, like, I don't know, monies that may help roster retention or not, whatever you want to do. Uh, it's thebattlesend.com. I'm glad we could catch up, sir. I always appreciate your candor. And uh, take a few deep breaths and enjoy some silence, hopefully, uh, for a little while. And we'll talk again real soon. Good talking to you, Jeff. Thank you for having me. Yeah, be well.